Hello. <clears throat> Hello. That sounds better. Hello, and welcome back to the Humble Superstar Podcast, the only podcast that's not just a podcast, but is an episodic journey to one man's rise to fame and notoriety. That man is me, and this episode is a very special episode. It's the Pride episode. Now, I went in to Washington Square Park on Pride and interviewed a bunch of strangers about the political climate, about Roe v. Wade, about Camille Paglia, about our terroristic news cycle, and about my own cultural interests. So I think I did a good job inflicting myself upon the masses, and who knows, maybe I even gained a few new listeners along the way. Hope you like the episode, and love you! Oh, I hear the, I hear the thought girl music. Wait, hold on. Is it recording? I heard your voice come out of it. I know, but I don't know if it's recording. Yeah, it is. Okay, cool. Uh, what did you ask me? Oh, what's your podcast about? Oh, it's, it's um, a cultural critique podcast. There you go. Yeah, but it's also about like my own personal rise to fame and notoriety. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I think so, yeah, too. Cool. So what questions are you going to ask? Okay, so... How many, like, drugs are you on? How many drugs? I'm actually on caffeine and alcohol only. Caffeine and alcohol kind of don't count. I completely agree. I yeah. agree. Um, I'm hoping to get high in a, in a bit, but um, for now it's just uh, alcohol and caffeine. What about you? What drugs are you on? <laughs> That's none of your business. I'm the interviewer here. <laughs> wow, okay, sure. Uh, I have to stay professional. You gotta you know. stay professional, okay. So it's rooms? No, 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 no. <laughs> what would See? you recommend? What would you recommend for Pride? What kind of drug would you recommend? Um, shroom seems to be really popular. Uh, cocaine is kind of out. Oh, you know? Especially because it's been like laced with fentanyl a lot lately in New York City. Yeah, I think I think cocaine is the worst. Honestly, I don't know why people do that. I, but personally, I don't like it. Uh, it also, you know, it's responsible for a lot of issues in Latin America. We're like Latin American. Uh, I don't know. You know, all drugs have cause issues, but cocaine especially has you know be responsible for a lot of deaths. So I don't. When it comes to cocaine. <laughs> That's a big no for me. Yeah, yeah, and go off, that's true. Cool. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. No, 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 wait, I'm just realizing what you meant now. But. Wait, are you like doing a podcast? What is it? Really yeah, doing? I'm doing a podcast. What are you interviewing people? Oh my god, I'm podcasting from Pride, yeah. Yeah, oh that's god, cool. Amazing. I know. Oh. Podcast. Hi, podcast. It's called Humble Superstar. Okay. It's on Patreon. Okay, cool, yeah. Do you want to be interviewed today? Well, he does, he does. Do okay. I? Do you want to be little, the three of us? I don't, I don't no, know. all three of you look like you want some attention right now, so I'm going to interview you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what are you going to get out of today? Like a, like a good story, you know, like, a, hey, you remember that pride? That was great. Pretty much. Nothing in particular, you know, whatever. Uh, whatever happens. You're rolling the dice. On yes, today. exactly. Yes, yes. And hopefully I get a, I get a seven. Right. Okay, so what is the most annoying thing that you've seen at Pride thus far? That's a good question. Around here? They're having a great 
last time, I'll say. This is my first Pride, so I'm like yeah. enjoying every second. Yeah. I'm like, thank you, everything. Oh my God, yes. But, but we did pass by some straight guys. And we we're like, happy Pride, and they ignored us. And walked yeah, they were kind of. And there's some uh, people that were mocking it. Yeah, mocking it. Yeah, they were like saying for a gay Pride when they were fucking straight. Yeah, so mocking the uh, like. I'm sorry, you live in New York City, so. Yeah, there's straight men in New York City. <laughs> I, I know. I know. That's kind Imagine. of weird, right? Yeah. Not, not in this era. No, right? Yeah, why are you in New York City to be straight? They just want to work on the stock market. That's what straight people love. They love money. I know. Do you, do you think that this year it's more political, Prime, given everything that's going on? Political pride, I would say so. On the way here, I was kind of scared even to come out here in Washington Square Park with all these people out here, but I'm having a good time now, and I don't feel too scared, but hell yeah, are you kidding me? Roe v. Wade and everything going on right before all this shit's going on? I was a little scared to come out here. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I went to the New York Pride here last year, and it was just like... It was such a fun vibe. It was like more of a party vibe, but this is more of a, not to use the word pride too much, but it was more of a, it's a prideful moment where um, at least everyone with a common idea can come together. Yeah. You know, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. were you here last year? Yeah, I was. Okay. Like, it, it compared to, for sure. I mean, compared like, to last year, I feel like we have more of a purpose. Yeah. More people like came to yeah. I think more people came out here um, to make a statement. Yeah, I think also part of that is like COVID though. Oh, for sure. You know, COVID like helped people back. Um, but I, I was like talking with a few other people before and we were saying like, this almost feels like, like a hedonistic event you know like so i feel like we're living in a dystopia yeah i i that's my question yeah. like do you think that all of this is to like escape everything like we're like if this is it's the a day i kind of like it right if this is the escape i'm glad that it's with people that i feel the most safe around yeah um i've i've never felt that new york has been more safe than today right yeah, we're not going to start any riots, we're not going to start any, have any violence, but um, it's, it's like a time where New York is like actually together. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that you bring up like hedonism and stuff because I went last year as well and I feel like more people were definitely more laid back uh, celebrating pride and everything. I had a really good time. I actually went by myself just to check it out. And um, it was really cool, but this year, definitely. Safe spaces are always important. And when it comes to New York and Pride, like this is the biggest event probably on, in the country or even in the world, really. Um, so we live in a blue state. We live in a progressive state, so. I definitely feel like people are coming out here to escape everything that's going on, you know. It's, I will say this, so far, this is the antithesis to everything, every issue that's been going on in this country so far. Literally everything opposite of, you know, Roe v. Wade and anything else that people are upset about, you'll find it here. It's only natural to... to be judgmental, right, and critical, especially around this time of year, when you can get like really down about the capitalist agenda, especially. Especially like what's going on right now. Yeah, it makes you feel insane. I know, right? Let's talk about that for a second. Really? What the fuck is up with that? It does it like feel weird to be like celebrating like what like what do we have to be prideful yeah almost yeah i yeah it is it's like it's infuriating and disgusting but at least new york city is a protected state and people can come here and they can safely go to like planned parenthood and get what they need to get here 
doors are always open here. There is no, it's not illegal to come here and get it done, whatever you need from Planned Parenthood. So I think that is something to be proud of to be in New York. It's yeah, a protected exactly. state. I think yeah. it's just, it's vile. And I, I moved here from Germany. And like things there are a lot different than here. Universal healthcare and like coming here and learning about all the politics of the US, it's like, sometimes I'm like, why did I put myself in this situation as a woman? Yeah, I know. Like it's uh, kind of infuriating, <laughs> but I don't know. It makes me really angry. Yeah, and you, you should be. It's it makes me so upset. I think a lot of people are are feeling, you know, immensely threatened yeah. right now. Um, and I also think that like there's this media narrative going on that's like stoking the the like scared feelings that everybody is uh, having yeah uh especially with like uh what's his name the new judge or something yeah with his uh, whole um taking away comments about wanting his uh attack uh, uh contraception and, and, uh, marriage and, and uh uh yeah same marriage and same sex relationships and, and uh, uh reproductive Oh, more people for the pod. Hello. Uh, but I feel like that's also a more of a contraception. Contraception. To celebrate pride is to combat this religious, like this this hate that's and taking that, over our country. country even though right. it's technically not a separate. A separate Men should not take away women's reproductive rights. I feel like today is almost like. I said this before, so I don't want to repeat myself, but I, I feel like uh, I'm going to, anyway, it's my podcast. Uh, today feels like super pagan, in a way, because it's like about sex, drugs, and then having a good time. I mean, I, like, you guys were over by the fountain, right? Yeah. That's just crazy. People were cheering just to make out. Yeah, like they were. So how does that how does that make you feel that this could potentially maybe have pagan vibes like hedonism and things like that? Are you embracing it or are you kind of feel weird about it? No, I, I'm for it. I think it's the natural answer and rebellion to the puritanical status in America. You know, uh, uh, getting back to our pagan roots has always been a, an interesting and important thing to do, I think. Like, I don't know, Camille Paglia talks about that and how it's like, it's the rebuttal to conservatism. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I meant earlier. It strikes me like, I'm thinking of something that Camille Paglia once said where she was talking about how the only way to combat the the status of like puritanical values that are within America are to also give way to our roots in paganism uh, that we often ignore but they have their own laws and codes and I feel like today is very pagan with everything that's going on it's like drug sex and good time right exactly that's really what today's about i mean also celebrating you like yourself but celebrating outside of this dumb ass religious it's like a religion of the body or something yeah you're not celebrating like this with our bodies Yeah. yeah why does that matter why does that matter there's more important things that need to be addressed than what we do with our bodies. They just want... It's disgusting. Yeah, they just want more they want, people for themselves. They want control yeah. over our bodies. That's it. It's disgusting. Right. Uh, because once you have control over the body, you know, you can break down the mind just as yeah. easily. It's a, it's a game way to control the people, how they think, what they do. For whatever agenda they want to complete. It's disgusting. And the matter of people that are okay with it and accept it and want it. And it's scary. About it's it? scary, yeah. Because, okay, one, it's one thing if you're, like, religious and you're, like, anti-abortion. But also... But it's also... They are so... They're forcing 
their values on people who aren't religious. Yeah, no, exactly. True. On on that point, do you think pride may or may not be a hedonistic romp and an excuse to do copious amount of drugs? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. 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 Definitely. Oh, not a hundred percent. Literally. The gay community, any chance to do drugs, they'll they'll find it. Right. I kind they of. They will find it. But at least it's mean. a safe space to yeah, do it. Yeah. At least it's oh, safe. Yeah. yeah. Like. No judgment. Like, oh, do whatever no. you want. But well. we're all supportive about that. Yeah. 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 I know. It's not like it's like it's not there's no toxic. Well, it's a courage. Yeah. It's uh, it's not frowned upon. Please. We're not judging. Right. Yeah. But we're judging a little bit. Yeah, at the same time, at the same time, yeah. Judging with appreciation. True. But when you say pagan roots, whose roots are those? Because when I think of roots in America, I think of Protestantism. This country was founded by Protestants. So. Are they, you, do you claim paganism as your roots? And how else would anybody else find that to be their tradition? Paganism. I think it, like, there there have been, like, a lot of, quote-unquote, pagan cultures in the past, like... Like, purity culture? Uh, no, like, uh, like, specifically the Romans, uh, and, and therefore, like, Greek populations, like, in, engaged in pagan practices, uh, people in England for sure engaged in more pagan occult practices, like, um, and sociologists define, like, the paganism aspect of it by, like, uh, things like worship of nature and uh, human sexuality, you know, but also a, a like, higher god or goddess worship as well. Yeah. So, like, there, there are lots of, there are tons of cultures to, to pull from in regards to paganism. So why do you think conservatism is so in the zeitgeist once more? You know, we I remember like even throughout the Trump years there was yeah. like a, a mass presence of liberalism and neoliberalism constantly yeah. everywhere. Um but that's like given way to a, like classical conservatism coming yeah, forth. Yeah. I, why do you, why do we think that is? I, yeah. Why? I wish I had a fucking answer. I, know. I don't know. I came to the U.S. in 2016 during that election, so I'm still trying to figure out the answers to these things. It's really confusing. They just want power, right? But if you've ever like seen the um, what is that? The, the documentary, documentary. It's ooh. What is it? It's about. It's about a. Uh, uh, a religious camp. Yeah, it's a religious camp for children. And they're just raising the children to have their views, like with abortion and shit like that, just so that they have more numbers. Uh, I think it's called Jesus Camp, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It does have a meme of the girl going like this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But like, it's actually a really good documentary showing how insane the evangelical or the religious right community in the United States is. They have States been is. infiltrating for the, like, what, the past... 40 years trying to infiltrate the government and they've done it they've successfully uh, infiltrated the Republicans and they've used it to and what the crazy is, have we for their separation of church and state because everything has always been about religion yeah. even in the, cat, the Christianity yeah. when you're supposed to have a separation of church we say the uh, what is it even fucking called the pledge of allegiance still and that's about God it's just crazy right, this right. country. I feel like this is New York and um, and human at this most like natural form. Uh, everyone 
Like, I haven't seen like one negative aspect of this whole Pride Parade besides there being like no bathrooms or like no right. drinks. Yeah, like it's it's a very positive event, and um, the whole thing is that at least we can celebrate each other. Like at least there is this community that we are able to turn to each other and know that we are supported and that we're not alone. Um, so it's um, I I just love being here. Yeah. I think this is like my favorite day of the year because it's when I feel that New York is the most safe. It's when New York is the most happy and, and positive. So, have you guys ever seen Hypernormalization? It's this uh, documentary on the BBC. What is it about? Uh, it's all about like how we got to this place where everyone has a prevailing feeling of hopelessness. Okay. I mean... Uh, given the news, do you have hope for a better future? No. We're gonna need some, like, extreme historical event, as if we yeah. haven't already had historical events. Right? Something needs to happen. I don't know. Like, some serious intervention need to be needs to be done. It's just gotten worse and worse and worse. I, and I only expect it to get worse rather than get better. I, I missed it. What are we talking? And like we shouldn't be normalized to the way that this country is. I feel like everyone's getting desensitized by all these like disgusting, horrible things and just accepting the fact that things are bad. But I think there needs to be some change. Something needs to be done. And it needs to be like. And like it's not just about voting. These no these stupid, voting. Are you these kidding? stupid Democrats just saying go out and vote, but they're not doing Democracy anything to change isn't it. Real in this country. No, That's no. not real. Other it was made as a as a form of like a I don't know like a governmental form of revolting is our democracy, but it's not working because of the lobbyism and the the um the sorry I'm drunk so I'm trying to figure out the words. No, I'm drunk all the time on this podcast. <laughs> okay, <Yes. perfect. laughs> um, the um uh corruption in the government. It's yeah. no longer about like trying to change what we have. It's about keeping it for the ones at the higher level. Yeah. We the people so, is a fucking lie. The, yeah, no, it's no it's longer about lie. the people. It's about who we in power. is in power. Yeah, it's we yeah. the power. Yeah, exactly. We the power. That's it. There is no individual voice anymore. So it doesn't it, matter. It's hard to like think about like how we're going to fix it when it seems it seems like it's an, a dead end. Does New York feel increasingly less safe these yeah. days? Exclusively as safe? I don't know. I can't speak on that. I feel like I can't take the subway alone, and like that's all I do. I know, right? And that's all I do. Um, that's how I get to work. That's how I go out. Um, and like sometimes I go out alone. So like I. Oh my gosh. I almost got hospitalized because I no, I had got sick on the subway. Really? Yeah. How bad? It was really bad. I was coming back from brunch and I blacked out. Oh my god. That's so horrible. like so I was alone. Um, thank God for an angel on the subway. Like, but okay, think about the subway incidences that have been happening. Like, I could have easily been killed. I know. Um, and I would have I wouldn't have even remembered it. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, I I know that that was a possibility. Um, but thank god for like that one person but yeah the subway has been increasingly been getting like more dangerous i feel like we're moving back to the 70s where it's like i was gonna say that too yeah yeah time is kind of a flat circle oh this might be the hippie movement but um weird but then new york is getting more dangerous there is more crime getting involved um you know roe v way got overturned so um it's not looking good for our future but i feel like in small moments like today, we are having a better time. So, what are our opinions on the Democratic Party? Oh, they're shit. Right. They're shit. They don't do anything. No, they hide behind this uh, peace-loving, um, for-the-people vibe. I'm sorry, that's not the perfect word for it. For the it, same thing, they could have easily uh, prevented Roe versus Wade's legal return, but they didn't. Since Obama. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not too versed in the in the justice you know what, system. Joe Biden of, just sits there and says, "We need to do this," but he's not doing anything. Yeah. He's just falling off his bike. Performative activism has seemed to be the trend recently. Yeah, and Democrats That's love all that. All I'm seeing: performative activism. The 
supposed to look good. Are they doing good? No. No, they're not doing anything. They're all, all politicians are the same. There was like, um, the, uh, there was like this movement in, um, the period after World War II, or World War One, excuse me, when, uh, in Europe, they realized the, uh, the horrors and atrocities of, like, man's mechanical abilities against themselves, and, like, philosophically, it was when a lot of these different cultural thinkers came to the realization that man's demise will be at his own hand. Would you agree with that? I definitely would. Every day I see man-made abominations beyond my fucking imagination, man. Um, consumerism is going to sweep this country and make everybody think as one singular thing. Almost like a hive mind. And uh, it keeps me up at night, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty scary uh, what this country does with its money. And I guess worldwide, with globalization and everything else, um, we're reaching a singularity, I think. And um, it's a man-made singularity, if that makes any sense. But I just want to shout out real quick, uh, Housing Works Community Healthcare. We talk about New York being more dangerous. I don't think it's an issue primarily of systematic issues, whereas it does exist in New York, but uh, also mental health issues as well. There's a lot of people out there who need help, who feel afraid and scared and helpless. So, Housing Works Community Healthcare in New York City get free therapy and mental health evaluations, so please check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Go off, I guess. <laughs> get help, man. Therapy very important. Feel like you are a harm to yourself or others. You're not alone. There's other people out there who feel that way, and you can get the help that you need. Yeah, absolutely. It's important to take care of yourselves, folks. Especially in in this in, yeah in this increasingly existential period of ours, where nothing feels like. It's in our control. It doesn't feel real. No, it sure doesn't. Yeah, I relate to that. Yeah, for sure. I feel like there's nothing I can do. It's like bigger than me or something, you know? But like all we can do is control how we feel today and like if right. we can have a good time. Like of course if we're gonna try and have a good time. Um, like enjoy while we can sort of thing. So Politics is essentially a circus of lies, is what you're saying. Exactly. No, exactly. And we have people like AOC, who, I feel like her intentions were great when she was uh, getting into it. Uh, she makes me roll my eyes so yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah, right. But at, when she's in it, there's no way she can't uh, resist or deny the, um, the corruption of her position. Like, right? yeah. she's definitely, like, she's in it, and she's a part of it, so... I know her intentions are there, but she's definitely not helping. No. At all. I mean, what intentions are there, right? Yeah. No, she no, she, she says all she needs to get elected, which is great. Like, yeah. everything about it is great, but she comes into the, the uh, what, she's in the house, and that's it. Like, she can, she can tweet, and she can say all she wants but that's not gonna do anything so how do we like uh like harm reduction style how do we like mitigate our anxieties in the face of everything i mean like therapy is so important right. um i've been <laughs> been lucky enough to to have a good therapist at my disposal but um i'm still on the search for one yeah. But uh, so like that's also important is like having the right match. But um, I mean I don't have all the answers to things. I'm just I'm just a student. Like I'm a business student. Yeah. I don't like I'm going into an economy where like nothing is gonna make sense. It's absolutely crashing. It's um, falling apart right now. It's falling apart. As we it, speak. 
Yeah. I like the stock market is crashing. Like, will I ever have a job? Will I ever like have a purpose in my life? I know. Everything's expensive. Yeah. Like, can't drive anywhere. <laughs> that's for sure. Arm reduction style and the issue of anxiety. I'd say the number one thing is to understand that you are not alone. Even if you don't seek communities that deal with what you deal with, objective fact is that you're not alone. And understanding that first and just help out there for you is very important. To me, at least. Okay. Do you think who did you vote for in the last election is a controversial question? Yeah. I voted for Biden, but that's because Bernie wasn't an option. Do you regret that? No, because I knew that it was either Biden or or uh, Trump, and like I'd rather have Biden in, but like he's shit anyway. I don't regret it because I'd rather have. I don't want him, Trump, in. It would be even crazier if he was a president again. Yeah, and unfortunately, we have to we have to make decisions like that. Well, do you think voting means something? No. Right. Literally I not. don't think so either. Everyone people always... get to choose the end anyways, the yeah. people in power. So who really chose Biden? That would make sense. Oh. The Democratic, I mean, yeah. Uh, the, yeah, the DNC. The DNC kicked out Bernie before he even had a chance. No, the whole uh, dropping out of what? Was it um, the, the gay one? What's his name? Yeah, Buttigieg and Kamala Harris and every single person. Right, psyops, both of them. Yeah, at the same time was a full, a full, uh, yeah, plan to back Biden. And do you remember like Kamala Harris had a whole other vibe before coming to the White House? Yeah. Um, they, they fake a whole personality, yeah. a whole like hope, a whole future for us. She was like a lot harder, a lot more like yeah. stern, definitely a lot more masculine in her vibe. Yeah. She's totally softened now. And like, when was the last time we saw her? Or have her, she hasn't done anything. I know she's the vice president, but like, besides yeah, walking the, the Senate, but I know, but does she do anything? No, they don't do anything. Those two don't do anything. They just say they're going to do stuff. Or that we, the whole country has to do something, and they don't do anything. They're the president and the vice president. They're the ones that can do something. Yeah, they do have a lot of weight, but they don't use it, which is basically the Democratic Party. So what can you expect? So do you think, like, that there's anything that we can do you know well because like I I understand that um, I understand like there are things that we can do for ourselves right but there is like a yeah like there's a profound like culture of narcissism as well we register to vote, we vote, shit things still keep on happening. Um, I mean, I was raised on the, the quote, like, literally, all you can control is your effort and your attitude. And, like, when broken down, all you can control is how you react to things yeah. and how much you put into things. Um, as far as life goes, some things just are out of our control. Unless we want, unless someone themselves takes it upon themselves to run for office and everyone around them. Um, like the majority votes for them and puts them into office. Do you think that people increasingly behave more and more narcissistically to escape the void of reality? Sure. Meditate. Sure. Like everything is in someone's self-interest. Have you ever read Christopher Lash before? What? Christopher Lash. Have you ever read him before? He read this book called Culture of Narcissism. Yeah. Uh, it kind of like talks all about that. Okay. Have you ever... Um, I feel like people act in self-interest a lot. Yeah. Um, and even if it's like the stock market or whatever, the people are trying to save themselves. Um, and I can't blame them. I honestly can't because I would probably do the same for myself if I needed to to save my well-being and like save the people around me I think on the topic of narcissism I think it's uh, not 
I think it's unique to different subcultures, especially people of color who are victim of colonialism. And on the topic of authors and philosophers, I'd recommend Frantz Fanon, especially Wretched of the Earth. Talks about the philosophy of colonialism and how we, how it affects us in society, and how it affects our, you know, psychiatric health as well. So, that that's all. I like that. Have we elected a geriatric sundowner into the White House? Please answer. I mean. I mean, he can't stay up on his bike. Like, so. literally. I'm sorry. He can't even that, like, articulate his words sometimes. That seat was a little tall, so I, I'll, I'll let that happen. The bike? Yeah. He was on his tippy toes, so it's okay. But he is a geriatric. Uh, he is. He's a little rough. He's rough. Well, it's just wild that we still have these old white men ruling our country. We're just yeah. old men in general. We don't have any young people that are going to be, like, for our age or even younger. These people are to be dead. We already gone over this with the Supreme Court, those old losers, but still. No, even career politicians, their um, goals are, yes, they say they're trying to benefit the people, but at the same time, they're they're wealthy. They're trying to protect their assets, so anything they put into action is going to not affect them negatively. So, yeah, they may have our intentions and their intention, our best intentions, but they're going to protect themselves no matter what. So it's like, it's bullshit because it's in the hands of the rich. So there's nothing you can do about it. Well, I mean, I wish there was something you could do about it, but the way our system's set up, there really is nothing we can do about it right now. So should we just give up then? It feels yeah. like we should. I want to. No, no, no literally. There is hopelessness. I feel like... I don't know. It's innate. To, I don't even know. I like. I'm holding on to hope, but it keeps disappointing me time and time again. It's just getting worse and worse. And like, I don't know. I'm like, I like hope to see something change. Yeah. I don't know if it will change, but like, hope is the only thing I have going that I can hold on to and cling to right now to give me a reason to be here and be okay with being here. So, um, I, I've come to like this place personally where I feel like politics is like a theater like we were talking about and that nothing really matters because someone else is choosing everything so it sort of like makes me feel like we're living more and more in Peasantry and serfdom. Feels dystopian. Yeah. yeah. It's weird, like dystopian. Um, no. Yeah, like you said, serfdom. Yeah. Like I'm clinging, clinging on to something that isn't real. The hope have, is not real. But yeah, that's we, have, we have no decisions. We're not making anything yeah. that will impact our life. We're just following. Yeah. Censorship, surveillance is always there. Like. So. On like. The topic of distrust, do we believe in the news networks we have? In the news what? In the news networks we have. Do we trust them? Oh, no. No, everyone has their own agenda. It's all propaganda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So, there's this common knowledge, right, that they are, they're like, yeah, they're. I'm trying to think of the words. They're like means of production are run by corporations, and their interests are totally surrounded by the interests of those corporations. Thusly, capitalist country. Yes, it's all run by. Like, what gets me the money? What? What? What am I supposed to do for gain? That's all it's about. So, uh, how often are we getting psyop then? How often are we what? A psyop is a CIA operation. Uh huh. How often do you think the news <laughs> is a psyop? Just to make us feel crazy and insane? Oh, all the time. I feel like everything is premeditated. All the news that's let out yeah. is let out with intention. Yeah, and they, especially right now with the, like, the, 
the country and like the people that the shit that people believe. Yeah. Like let's talk about monkeypox. Do you remember that? Yeah. Recently, excuse me, they try to like push it against like a homophobic yes. agenda. That right. was disgusting. And that's not true in the slightest. No. And that was like mass produced. Like everyone was hearing uh-huh. about that. And that was really recent. My mother was like bringing it up with me. Like she's not homophobic, but she was like worried about it just because they they t- targeted the gay community about it. Yeah. Like not the scapegoating this monkeypox. Not even true. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm sure like people were even worried to come here today, yeah. right? And it's not even. It's not crazy. Like it's not COVID. It's not. It's not running absolutely rampant. It's disgusting, and I'm a biomedical scientist, so like being on the science side and knowing what's up, I'm like, you're just trying to push an agenda for whatever fucking reason. It's yeah. disgusting. It's not true. It's unfactual. I don't know where you're getting your data from. You're just making things up to push whatever homophobic ideologies you have yet again. So do you think we're like partying so hard today because everything feels like a giant mistake? Uh, probably. I feel like we're just all letting go right now because we're all so stressed about what the fuck this country is. Yeah, it's like a one-time... With all the chaos going around us, it feels like a little bit of a pause, even yeah. though it's not a real pause. But even if we can fake it, I feel like it's some kind of release from what is going on around in the world right now. Like a little, like, shimmer and, like, the shit. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Yeah, even though things are still falling apart around us, I feel like it's still a moment to be like, we're here. And we still this have our rights as people of the LGBTQ community. And who knows if that can be taken away in the next year or month, so. Yeah. But, like, by nature, a moment is fleeting and intangible. Yeah. 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 So it's like, what can we meaningfully do? I know it's hard. Like, we went, I went to the protest on what Friday but like and I was there and I was we were supporting everyone everyone was all there supporting but what is that going to do I know and I remember walking around yesterday Friday or whatever and thinking it was remarkably quiet actually for the news so do you think people are just like worn out we had like the summer of protests last summer yeah yeah literally so it's just like yeah i feel like there's not like as much of a i feel like hopefully there will be marches and stuff that they they plan but like people it's it's hard to like keep going to have to do this every summer every every couple months it's redundant it feels like i mean back to your note on hope how much more of this can we do to get the attention of the people we need to to change things? And like if we keep going, but then it keeps getting worse. It's not even like there's anything that's they don't getting even better. Listen to the people. They yeah. have their own ideas. They they don't even care. I mean, when this Roe v. Wade situation even like began to become a part of a conversation, everyone was against it. At least the people that I know, my community, uh-huh. the people around me, and it still ended up happening. It doesn't matter what the people say. They're gonna do what they want to do no matter what. I feel like people are just tired. They're yeah. tired. They're tired. Nothing's changing. Nothing's nothing's getting better. It's just getting worse. And it's frustrating. It's like, what can we do? What can we do? They don't even listen. I think the solution is to... Like many existentialists before me, the solution is to like make art about it. But like, what's your personal solution? How, how do you like escape? from the reality of all of this? Probably uh, music and weed. I know. Um, I mean, I could simply just go back to Germany, yeah, but I feel yeah. like that's running away from the problem. That's not right? fair. That's, that's not the point. The point isn't to run away from the issue. The point is to fix the issue. Well, uh, I understand because even the, on Friday, I looked up work visas for Ireland. So I was like, I'm not going to stay, especially with the way the country's going. And then if Trump gets reelected in 2024, why would I stay in this country? 
escape escaping like in that way. Yeah, that's just the easy solution though, you yeah, know? Like avoidance doesn't fix the problem. No. It's it's a weak solution. I don't even know what I'm clinging on to at this point, but I, I, for some reason in my mind, I'm like, the only thing that's keeping me going is like, somehow people will hear us, somehow people right. will make a change, somehow something will happen that'll get their our voices out and they'll understand, but I don't think that's really realistically gonna happen. Clearly it's not happening. And it's hard because, yeah, we grew up, even I'm sure you know, thinking that America was such a progressive country where it's for everyone. Yeah. And like we have that idea that, that yeah, this is a country that, will make change but literally we're just going back in time but I feel like everyone has always thought no America would never do that and it's literally happening yeah I literally met some Germans a couple nights ago that said America is like the idea of freedom and I laughed in their face oh my god that is so wrong what yeah they literally were like America is our idea of freedom and I was like I'm sorry the Green Party is elected in Germany right now first of all like for the first time in so long, everyone wanted the Green Party to be in charge, and now they finally are. And I just don't, I don't, I do not understand. I don't know what kind of propaganda is being pushed out to other countries, but clearly, clearly it's all false. I mean, like everywhere, kind of feels fucking wild, yeah. right? We're especially getting it right now. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess the answer is to party today. Honestly, just enjoy yourself in the moment because shit is falling apart around you. You might as well just try to make the best of the moment that you're in while things are still semi together. Even if you have to fake it, I don't know. That's the only coping mechanism I have. With COVID and the new conservatism coming through, does it feel like we're living in in like a, a lost age? We feel like we're the lost generation a little bit. I feel like we have so many things to say. We have such a big voice, but no one is listening to us. Yeah. I feel like we're just like disregarded for the things that we care about. We are so passionate. We have such great ideas. Everyone's like, it seems like more accepting, more loving, more like open to change, but no one is listening to us or taking us as a joke. It's, we're just like, the disregarded generation. I don't know why. I think they're scared. I think they're scared because we have such a big voice and we have so many things to say and we don't care about like pissing off people that aren't on our side. Yeah, true. But I, I wonder if that's the reason why they're not listening to us is because they just they just take us as a joke. They're like, oh, they're so passionate. They're so young. They still have hope. And yet there's like this bizarre narrative that the kids are all right. Like that they're, they're all woke, they get it, like, they're kind of blasé about everything. And I, I've heard it said so many times, like, oh, they'll be okay, like, they're smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you think that, like, time's kind of running out? It is, it is yeah. running out, it's not kind of, it is running out. Things are not okay. With so many things, too. Like, and like, I don't know, with gun gun rights and shit like that, I don't even know how these kids are able to be, just enjoy school and enjoy growing up without fear. I feel like it was bad for us, but it's, I feel like it's gotten worse. I feel like everyone is a little bit scared all the time. Yeah. All the time. Even, Which is something we've been desensitized to. We're like, uh -huh. we're just living in slight fear all the time. That should not be normal. That's not okay. That shouldn't be something right. that we have to accept. Not to be crazy, have you ever entertained the thought that, like, what, what is true, what is real, are these, uh, what events are organic and what is yeah. an inside job? Right? Yeah. It haunts me every single yeah. day. It's hard to know if, like, the times that we think were good were actually good or were we just young and just didn't know. Yeah. Like, are the memories that we have when things felt okay, were they really okay? I don't know. I was young and ignorant and naive, and so I don't really know. Were things always as frustrating? Right? I wouldn't know. We're still so young. I feel like, yeah, and like, what events were actually, like, true and natural, or what events were just political? Just to get pushed an agenda or push, like, I'm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What events, what terrorist attacks, what all that shit, what was actually 
a terrorist attack on what was just the United States government. Don't get me started on 9-11. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That fucking event. Oh, okay, so Jewel Pods. They just got banned. What's your hot take on that? Um, I mean, it's they're far more dangerous than guns. Just You better not bring one into school. You better not bring one into the school. They're so dangerous. I mean... Excuse me while I rip my vape. I know. That is the only release I get right now. Temporary release is something, baby. I need it. I'm a stressed-ass bitch, okay? So, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Yeah, this is great. Guys, what's your name? Yeah, what's your, yeah, what's your name? Yeah, yeah. Kyle, uh-huh. okay. and the podcast is Humble Superstar. And that's my Instagram, too. You have an Instagram? Yeah. Wait, what's your podcast name? Humble Superstar. Hungry Superstar? Humble Superstar. Oh, humble. Oh, I'm pissed there's no service. I'm going to put in my notes. That's what I have you. Oh my god, I'd love to see it. Is it Humble Superstar? Yeah, all one. And you're on Instagram with that name? Yeah. Okay. Kyle, thank you so much. Yeah. Oh my god. This you. was very you necessary. Yeah. I know, I had so much fun. This actually. was so great. Oh my god. Thank it's you so much. You look amazing too. Thank yeah. you. Stop cute. Oh, stop it. You're flattering me and I love that. Woo. Stay humble, remember. Yeah. Humble superstar, hello. Oh, I'm trying to think of like my outro, like what I say at the end. And I, I feel like I can't say stay humble. That's so dorky. So I know. It's a little vanilla. So I don't know, any suggestions for that? Oh my god. Off the top of my dome. I'm a little bit drunk. I don't even know. Yeah, right. uh, I don't even know. The creativity isn't flowing at the current. I know, right? I should have it. Let me rip the nick and see what I come up with. No, didn't work. No, nothing. From now on, I'm just gonna just say bye. 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 Yeah. Just bye. 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 Like that. Yeah. Alright, bye. See ya. The fans will love it. Okay, thanks. I'm gonna go interview more people. Okay, cool. Have a great Yeah, you guys too. Do you guys have anything else to say? Thank you for coming up to us <laughs> in the middle of the park. This um, this has been one of my favorite prides so far, and I'm like it's been a pleasure meeting you and talking with you. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Uh, no matter where you're listening from, uh, just take like three seconds to realize how fucking cool you are. Even if you don't feel cool on the day to day, right now you're like the coolest fucking person on the planet. That's all I gotta say. Cool. I like that. Kyle. Of course. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'm Aaron. Had fun. Yeah, have a good day.